Do it anyways. That's what my business coach, Jim Palmer, told me before I launched my first podcast, and I have not looked back. So I'm having him on board today to help others crush their fears and dive into podcasting. Howdy. Welcome to the Leverage Your Podcast Show. I'm your host, Lindsay Phillips of Smooth Business Podcasting. My goal here is to help you leverage podcasting to optimize and skyrocket your visibility, authority, content leads, and business by sharing insider tips from podcast industry experts who have created a successful business through podcasting. So Jim, who I mentioned earlier, is the founder and creator of Dream Business Mastermind and Coaching Program, creator of the Dream Business Academy and host of Dream Business Radio, a weekly podcast based on Jim's unique brand of smart marketing and dream business building strategies. He's also the author of, oh man, so many books, and he's helped tons of businesses like mine grow and thrive. So let's take a listen to our chat. Welcome to the first inaugural Facebook Live oh, series that I'm doing. I know. And of <laughs> course, I have the awesome Jim Palmer, your dream business coach, who got me started in podcasting in the first place. So I thought, what better way to kickstart this um, live Facebook series, which and podcast, leverage your podcast. Um, yeah. Welcome, Jim. Oh, happy to do it, Lindsay. I would I would almost drive up there and, and jump across Yay. the border for you. <laughs> but this Why? is easier. You have to boat along the uh, along the waters. <laughs> yeah, and someday we may do that. I know. So um, Jim has, gosh, we've known each other for what, maybe 10 years now. I can't even keep track. At least 10, yeah. 2009 or 10, I think. Totally. And of course, <laughs> um, you've been one of my first clients in uh, me working online and launching my business. And as a business coach, you've helped me propel my business forward. And of course, today we're talking about just fighting those fears and getting over the mindset and your limiting beliefs to start a podcast. Because believe it or not, back then I was petrified and it took you months <laughs> to be like, Lindsay, when are you launching a podcast? <laughs> I don't like my voice. <laughs> Is that what I said? I don't know. That's what a lot of people say. I, I even well, who wants to hear my voice and I'm saying like a dumb laugh. A little voice goes in my head. You, you can make all kinds of excuses. You totally can. Um, so I imagine, again, you've coached so many amazing businesses. You've helped so many entrepreneurs launch podcasts, produce podcasts, be guests on podcasts galore. So when you do get people that are kind of giving you that resistance, what thoughts are going through their head or why do you feel like some people hold back and don't launch that podcast? Um, so I could give a smart a answer or i could just kind of go <laughs> yeah so i'll say okay so you're comfortable growing slowly then okay um i understand but yes. you know in reality um you can talk about the imposter syndrome you can talk you can talk about a lot of fancy names but at the root of all of these mindset um hurdles or mindset traps is the fear of being either found out or being, you know, made fun of and things like that. Mm -hmm. So for example, people go, well, I don't like the way I look. I don't like the way I sound. Um, 
I, I'm going to be nervous interviewing people. What if I don't know what to say? I'm going to be nervous being a guest. What if somebody asks me a question and I freeze and I don't know what to say? So it's all rooted in a little bit of, uh, you know, what I call head trash. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's just important to uh, get over yourself, as you and I were saying, just a few minutes with the mm-hmm. old Facebook glitch. And what a week for Facebook glitches. So I don't know why mm-hmm. we'd be spared, right? But <laughs> so so you just go, you just yeah. go, go and grow, you know, go and grow the, you, you can't, you can't be number one. You can't grow a business unless you at least take the first step and get going. And I, I just really applaud you. Cause you, I mean, you, you came out of just some part-time work had nothing to do with the whole online business. And you just started going yeah. and growing. And next thing I know, um, I mean, you, you helped me with my podcast many moons ago, and then you're starting a podcast service. So you really do know how to take the bull by the horns. And I don't, I don't know where that comes from, but I admire it. I know. It. I'm just determined and stubborn. I'm just doing it anyways. That's right. Just do it anyway. <laughs> I know. And it's funny because your books um, were such a pivotal part and helped me through my businesses. Um, like you've got, you know, just say yes and decide and stop waiting for it to get easier. And it's like, there's just that theme. And I forget the one book where, um, it's okay to be scared, but never give up. I think is the one. I remember when I was starting out and I figured this might help other people as well is like, there's all these amazing stories of these super successful icons in business. And you Mm -hmm. think, Oh, I'll never be them. Or I don't have what it takes to be like them. And they shared their stories of like where they were like down in the dumps, they struggled and it's health like, issues, oh. all that kind of stuff. Yeah. It was like, you got to start somewhere. And it's like, okay, so if I screw up, if I don't look perfect, it's okay. It'll, it'll, it'll get better. <laughs> you know, part of my backstory is I had this lifelong fear of public speaking. And then when I became an author, uh, and then when I wanted to grow my business in general, speaking is a great way to do that. Well, I kind of tried mm-hmm. to take the, curvy road. I'm going to go and build my business without having to do this, right? Well, mm-hmm. that, you know, I didn't crash and burn, but I, it was like, it was like in, in my nautical language, like trying to get up on plane, dragging the anchor behind you. It was just yeah. like, when am I going to just take the anchor and, and get going? And so I really, I really, um, I kicked that to the curb and turns out I'm a good speaker. People enjoy hearing me speak. Yeah, and I made are. a lot of money speaking. So I don't know what the hell was going on there. But um, Lindsay, it, it all, it really has to do with, um, whether or not another nautical expression is a lot of people, what I say, have one foot on the dock and one foot in the boat. You're not going to get anywhere unless you get both feet in the boat and go. And it's a little scary. And it's, scary. it's, it's actually why I wrote six books and then I wrote, just say, yes, I had this book because that was the yeah. seventh book that I didn't plan on writing. But Stephanie and I, um, four and a half years, you know, we've been living full time and, and traveling on the boat over, I think 11,000 miles now. And out in the ocean, we've encountered major waves. We had smoke mm. in the cabin. We've had a lot of scary moments. And it's like, God, do we feel alive? We feel like we're on a big adventure. But my point and the reason I wrote this book is in your private life, so much resembles being an entrepreneur. Are you just playing mm-hmm. it safe? Yeah. There's so many people I see at certain marinas. They just come down and their boat is like they're floating uh, summer home. They never take it out. Well, first of all, it's not good for a boat. Kind of, It's not good for a plane to sit on the ground. It's meant to be used. Right. But it's like, where's the adventure in that? Do you know what I mean? So it really pays to just say yes and and jump in and, and see how it goes. And for like, really, when it comes to that, like, how good did you feel when you finally launched and reached your first destination? Or like you had to like fix, I remember those pictures of you like down in the engine. Yes. And it's like, 
Yes, I did it. <laughs> Stephanie, oh my so God, good. Stephanie, I was doing, you know, the what what we might call the Travolta strut or something in a small <laughs> space. But, you know, we we lost an engine. I said, I think it's a fuel filter. I've never changed one before, but we kind of pulled into where it was shallow, dropped the anchor and I fixed it. And then I fired the engine up and I'm like, oh my God, there's nothing I can't do, <laughs> right? Yeah, yeah. And I mean, it really is pretty cool. Kind of like when you're hosting a podcast or kind of like when you get on stage in front of, mm -hmm. I don't know whether it's 20 people or 200 people or all or you publish a book all these different milestones really give you your entrepreneurial muscle like you know your backbone so to yeah speak. that's a great way of putting it and i remember like um once and again i was nervous as anything i did it anyways you helped me figure it out all the moving pieces and you know interviewing other people scared the bejesus out of me i'm like what am i going to ask them what if i sound like i don't know what i'm doing um yeah. and just in some of them it's like you know i feel like oh like i am not worthy and yet i'm interviewing them you know what i mean so that part was nerve-wracking but as i just kept going one foot in front of the other and just doing it anyways um i remember just hearing feedback right like oh that episode so good it was so helpful or like I see you everywhere. Like, ooh, you got a podcast. Just kind of getting those like little bits of validation, if you will. Um, and, or like even just like helping one person like yep. figure something out. I'm like, that was worth it for me. Yeah, it's really crazy. So um, a few years ago, well, several, probably about five years ago now, I interviewed John Taffer from Bar Rescue on the, I forget what network cool. he's on now, but. That was probably, you know, at the time, the biggest celebrity that I've, I had connected with. And I, I must tell you, I had a few butterflies, not many, but mm. it's not because I was afraid to talk to him. It's because I, I, I had a certain amount of time and I imagined in my head, they're going from one thing to the next, kind of like a press junket right. type thing. And he said, yes, I'll go on your show. You know, we'll do about 20 minutes. My show's half an hour, but I took 20 minutes at John Taffer and that show was 20 minutes, right? But it's like, I knew what I wanted to ask him. I did some homework, did my research. It's like when I met Damon John from Shark Tank at an event. And um, and then also Kevin Harrington wrote the forward to stop waiting for it to get easier. Crazy. And I was, I'll tell you, I was a little nervous reaching out. And um, turns out he, he said, send me the manuscript. And I thought, okay, that'll be six months. I'll never hear from like two or three days later. He says, I really like what you're doing here. Um, I, I would, I'll, I'll write the forward for this book. And I'm like, what in the, you know, and, know. and it really shows you do have to step up and take your shot. Right. Um, I forget. I, I, I heard a, uh, I think it was a guy who wrote chicken soup for the soul. He said, you know, every time you get scared, you go, Oh, what the heck do it anyway. Just yes. oh, what the heck do it anyway. Make it your mantra. What the heck do it anyway. And you know, it never turns out as bad as the little voice conjures up. <laughs> No. And honestly, when any situation comes up, Jim, so it's like, you know, speaking on pod, at PodFast or like even when I wasn't like in two weeks, I had to put something together. And it's like you're always in my head like you're freaked out. Just do it anyways. And then yeah, I, I like, remember when you were going to be an um, entrepreneur on fire. I mean, yeah. we, really, we talked quite a bit through that. And I said, it's just just a guy just like you and me, John, John yeah. Lee Dumas. And, um, you know, you already know the questions because the show yeah. is formulaic. And so you know what to do. And so you did it. And I was, again, very proud of you. I know. Oh, thanks. But sometimes it's like, and to me, it's like, that's the power of having a coach and being in a mastermind and like having that support system. Like, no, 
like look at all these things you clearly know what you're talking about you've done this and sometimes you just need someone to like push that little voice out of your head but like for you 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 are really good at preparing people for like launching a podcast or doing a video show or writing a book or whatever that authority platform may be so that you're not just throwing spaghetti in a wall and hoping it sticks or just winging it and it like doesn't make sense and propel your business where right. you have those business um, strategies to back people up and coach them. I think the difference, you know, just speaking from a, as a coach, what makes a great coach, in my opinion, is not just skills and strategy. It's having been there. Right. So I had I had um, made I had major debt. I was very broke when I started my business. I had my fears, my phobias, you know, my demons, mm -hmm. all the different things I went through and experienced. So nobody can hide. None of my clients can hide from me. And they also know that if I'm saying you got to do this, it's because I did it myself. Right. Mm -hmm. So I, I think that's uh, it's really important to work with somebody. And again, I've shared um, many, many times my most embarrassing moment. We won't go into that now, but I, I've had <laughs> I've had coaches and mentors. Right. That have you know, pushed me. Yeah. Because someone pushed them. I'm grateful, grateful for for all these little milestones. And so you obviously have the dream is radio show. You've had video shows, podcast shows over the years. Um, has anything surprised you about launching a podcast or doing a podcast or benefits that you're like, oh, I kind of wasn't expecting that? Yeah, the the longevity. And, and what I mean by that is if I put out a show today, mm -hmm. somebody may listen to that show a week, a month or six months from now. Um, you know, in 2009, I also started um, shooting weekly videos. Back then yeah. it was Newsletter Guru TV, then it became Dream Coach. But every single week, this is before Facebook Live and the other platforms that preceded it, I was recording and editing and putting together produced videos. I never, well, actually I missed, I missed two weeks in like five years of doing videos, which was wow. a pretty good record, which speaks That's to good. consistency and persistency. And there was a few moments where I thought, oh, got to do another video. It'd be my videos used to come out, I think, on Friday and be like Wednesday. I'm like, damn it, I have nothing. What am I going to talk about? <laughs> you know, or I'm busy I know. and I do it. And I think, well, can I just take a break? And then I would go to an event and somebody would uh, people would say, oh, how's the kayaks, Jim? Because I used to shoot videos in my kayak uh, at the lake by our house or I'd be walking Toby or I'd be shooting them in different places. When we put that addition on our house, I was shooting it in there yeah. because I think the great, great videos, in my opinion, are a combination of information and enter entertainment. And I don't mean like juggling flaming bowling pins, totally. but people want to see more than just like this is all Charisma, I have. Right? Personality. Yeah, but they want to see you in different places. They're curious about where you yeah. live and things like that. So um, th they, that served me really, really well. And uh, j just to prove the point, we'll put a little bow on this. Mm -hmm. um, many years ago. Um, I was at an event and I was talking with somebody who had emailed me. I think we might have even spoken a little bit. He was considering uh, being a coaching client of mine. So we we're, so this big auditorium, a couple thousand people let out and we kind of saw each other in the lobby. And he says, hey, let's go talk. So we're over there talking. We must talk two or three minutes. And he goes, you know what, Jim? I've been watching you paddle that kayak for well over a year now. I, I just really like what you're doing. Seems like you know what you're doing. I'd really like to... Uh, hire you as my coach. 
Now, the important thing there, not the fact that I got a client, because that was pretty cool, but he says, I've been watching you paddle your boat for a year. Now, Lindsay, I've been doing these videos and sometimes you put a lot of effort into them. You think, is anybody watching them? I mean, in the in my prime, I was having somewhere around a thousand people every week would watch those videos. Right. So I knew that. But then it's not a thousand people, you know, becoming customers. But but it's I think the point is and I think what you originally asked me, what surprised me, it's how much every episode, every video, every podcast, every interview just keeps layering and layering yeah. and layering what is you and you are your product, right? So it just keeps adding to it. I love that. And absolutely layering. You've said a couple of key words is layering and consistency. Mm-hmm. Um, and do you see persistency? <laughs> consistency and persistency. That's yeah, right. I like the that. Yeah. <laughs> Absolutely. You got to be gutsy and consistent. Um, So for those that are like, haven't launched a podcast, they're maybe kind of thinking about it. What tips could you give them that kind of pushes them to the next step? Again, we said it, you just got to start, but a lot of people, and I don't know whether they're purposely putting impediments in the way, or they think they really need a freaking studio. Um, this this microphone is forty dollars, even with nope, a little stand. That's mine's all like it is. Bucks. Plugged into my computer. It's the only one I've used. In fact, you know, the last three books I have audio versions, and mm. of course, when I'm posted on social media, I'm like, "Hey, I was just in the studio. I was in my home studio. I just recorded. You know, just say yes." Well, the truth is, when I recorded "Decide and Stop Waiting," I was in my bedroom closet at home because it was all soft and closed, and oh, it was like- perfect. And I actually recorded the audio version of this book in my bedroom back there because it's all soft walls, carpet, bedspread. So you don't need anything. You need a microphone Mm. and that's it. You don't need a board with levers and gauges and stuff like that. It's super simple. And so one of the things I've been doing, I want to share this. I know know you're familiar with this, but for the folks that might be watching or listening, um, you know, the average podcast today is a half hour show once a week. And most people are doing interview format. Mm-hmm. What I've helped, oh, probably about in the last year, I've helped several of, of the members of the Dream Business Mastermind create these podcasts. Some some of them I had get into what's a weekly show. So it was five days a week. Now, don't freak out. It's not five half-hour days. It was five seven- to ten-minute shows. So no guests per se. Just yeah. But it's – it's and actually – um. I described it this way to a client and we kind of named her show, you know, Jill, bite-sized chunks over lunch. So every day, a a little small snippet would launch. Mm. It's a podcast. It's your podcast. There's no law says it has to be half an hour or whatever. There's no law says you have to interview. The, The reason I think that's been successful for some of my clients is, again, it's repetition. So if you go with a half hour show weekly, you got to wait a month for them to hear four shows. If you go with a daily show, you got a week and, and if they consume it all and it's really cool. And so Stephanie and I were driving. So when we're here on the Chesapeake Bay currently, and it's about an hour to an hour and a half to go up to see her dad in Pennsylvania. So, you know, we listen to stuff and sometimes we'll just listen to podcasts and this couple uh, that have been boating, live aboard, it's called live aboard. They've been living aboard um, their boat for like 10 years. So they started a podcast. So she pulls it up and each podcast was like five to seven minutes. It covered one thing, you know, how to work in a small kitchen or a galley or, you know, how to anchor properly. How, you know, what kind of a radio to a radio show. So each one was like less than 10 minutes. So in the car, 
she's play- I said, well, that was interesting. That was quick. She goes, yeah, but gave you the nugget. And then what's another one? And we must have listened to four or five of them. Sweet. And I'm barreling up 95 on the way to see her dad. And I go, oh, my God, I just experienced what I've been coaching some of my clients to do. I'm consuming three, four, cool. five episodes, yeah. and it's still about the same time frame as listening to one or two shows. And right. what just happened is I now know this couple even better than just knowing them peripherally. They wrote a book and stuff. I've heard their voices, and I'm, I, I have more respect for them for their knowledge of boating. <laughs> so I thought, and that literally, Lindsay, that literally happened about three weeks, and I go, that right there, because I kind of my I think of myself as a Joe average. So if it works for me, it's probably going to work for somebody else. I said th- that is exactly yeah. why I've been telling these people to do these smaller shows. By the way, if you think it's a, a big deal to do it every day, you set aside a Monday morning once a once a month. You set aside three. You can record a month's yeah. worth of shows, right? So it's it's really not a big deal. I know, man, there was a lot of tips even in that story. (laughs) That's a long Um, one, sorry. (laughs) Yeah, and that's right. But it's like, there is no set way that you have to do it. It doesn't have to be interview. It doesn't have to be half an hour. And if you do something for a while and then change your mind and switch it up, like, it's no big deal. (laughs) That's right. It's your show. Your head's too much. And that's one of the things that I teach, as you know, is you, there's a lot of different media, there's social media, your, but you want to own as much media. You want to control mm-hmm. your media. Now oh, you yeah. can control your podcast. You can control your videos. You can't control Facebook. Who's going to show what to who you can't control several things, um, but you can control your website, therefore your blog and you control yeah. your, your podcast, how much you promote it, how it, how it goes and things like that. So owning media is is very important. Yeah, I totally agree. And um, and then obviously having the website, it's like a one-stop shop for everything. And then you can track data, which is always a good thing. All right, so we're heading into the speed round now, Jim. The speed round, okay. Yeah. <laughs> so um, I'm going to ask you a few questions. So what tool, when it comes to podcasting or leveraging, automating your podcast, could you not live without? You of all people know better than to ask me that because my my tool is my team. Hey, <laughs> so that's a good tool I, to have. I, yeah. <laughs> so when I shoot, when I record my video, yeah. I send it to my team, and and this guy Chris launches it. He launches them all. He sets them up. He adds the kip. My job yeah. is to sound good and record it, and then I yeah. send it to him. I don't know that he uses that many automated tools. I, there may be, but you know, mm-hmm. I'm. I'm a, uh, you know, I I don't want to sound tool right now. We're using StreamYard. Well, they oh, they, thank you for bailing me out because somebody <laughs> asked, hey, you know, what kind of apps do you have? I said, well, I use Gmail. I don't know, is that an app? You know, um, in reality, you know, Audacity if you're on a PC mm-hmm. is is free, yeah. and you can edit your vid your um audio that way. There's um there's something else on a Mac, but I'm a PC based guy. Mm-hmm. Um, but you really don't need uh any. That much of that much of anything. I totally agree. And having a team to support you is killer. Um, So you did just mention a boating um, podcast that you're listening to right now. Are there any podcasts that you listen to regularly? Um, Well, I, I, uh, I either walk or bike every single morning and I actually listen to, um, well, actually uh, to, it's a, I go to YouTube and just listen to Mm -hmm. it. So I think that counts as a podcast, right? Because I'm, I'm consuming audio content because I need to look where I'm going. But um, so, yeah, there's a few boaters. But on the business side of mm-hmm. things, what I've been listening to probably for this whole summer, um, Grant Cardone, Ed mm-hmm. Milet, and uh, Dean Graziosi is 
are, are three guys that are like super successful uh, yeah, and they they're are. playing a very high level game. Very high I mean, level. They're very high level. Now, the thing is, if you want to play at a high level, you can't be hanging around with people that are at your level or below because sure. who's going to pull you up? Right. So you yeah. always you want to be listening to and learning from people who have been there and done that. And what I mean by that is where you want to go. Yeah, I love that. That is great advice. And if you had to create a podcast on a completely unrelated topic that's not businessy, uh, what kind of podcast would you have? Oh, let's get let's take a wild guess. I would I would talk yeah. to people about the live aboard lifestyle. Yeah. Um, and and along those lines, I and it's kind of what I coach on also is I would I would talk to people about pulling the trigger or just saying yes, because so many people, there's this proverbial someday and yeah. someday and someday doesn't happen for, for some yeah. people, sadly. Um, you know, Stephanie and I were quite shocked. We thought we're going to be very unique living on a boat and working on a boat. So it turns out there's a lot of people that do it, but um, you know, Stephanie started a YouTube channel f f for this experience. And we're like, we're over a thousand subscribers, which is cool. Cause we, you know, we just started about a year yeah, ago, awesome. but w we know the demographic of people that listen and watch our videos are people that are either new to this or they're thinking <laughs> of doing it. Mm -hmm. So it's kind of like why I was listening to the other folks I was mentioning earlier. I, I want to keep learning more yeah. tips and tricks and strategies and safety things from people who have not only done 10,000 miles, but maybe have done 50,000 miles. You yeah, know? absolutely. That's a great way to, to end our live Facebook. Now, you, of course, are a massive resource for other entrepreneurs that are looking to grow their business. And you just showcased a couple of your books. How can they get your books? And um, where else can they go to find out more about you and how you can help them with their business? Well, thanks. So uh, my home base is getjimpalmer.com, getjimpalmer, P-A-L-M-E-R.com. And also you can have all six of my books for free in digital format. That's and um, Lindsay, you, you know this because I was interviewing you a couple of weeks ago and our, our mutual friend and also in the Dream Business Mastermind, David Phelps, wrote a book. And one of the chapters in his book was about legacy. And, you know, because of the little gray here, I'm starting <laughs> to look backwards a little bit more than just forwards. And I thought, I really want to help more people. And, you know, I'm, I'm really proud of the, book, the books I wrote. So I thought I'm just going to give them away for free. I told one of my team members, I don't know, maybe 5,000, who knows, maybe 10,000. We're over 26,000 books on Amazon. And my books are also available uh, on the um, Barnes and Noble website. There's a, those are called Nook Books and also in the iBook store. So those are the three places you can download them all. You don't have to opt in nothing. You just get my books and 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 go learn. So that's, that's where you get the books and you can connect with me at getchimpalmer.com. Perfect. And I just stuck your uh, URL in the comments as well. Thank you. Awesome. Well, geez, I got to see you twice in one month. What's I next? Know, this is Jim? special. <laughs> <laughs> I know. Well, you maybe you'll come person. see us. Maybe you'll come see us in the Keys. We're going to January, February, March. We're going to be in Marathon Keys. So that. we're pretty excited. And drink some red wine on your boat. <laughs> 1,200 miles. Oh, boy. That's a lot of diesel fuel. <laughs> awesome. Thanks again for joining me. And I always love chatting to you. Love talking to you, Lindsay. Thank you. All right. Bye, guys. And that is a wrap for this episode of the Leverage Your Podcast Show. Your next step is to head to leverageyourpodcastshow.com to listen to more episodes to get more insider secrets. 
And if you're looking to get more listeners and more leads through podcasting, be sure to grab my free podcast promotion guide sharing five easy ways to promote your podcast in under 40 minutes. Simply head to promoteyourpodcastguide.com. See you soon.